I, I expected people to have issues with sound quality and voices. My voice is so high and fast <laughs> on this that I thought I'd be the first one to take the bullet of people making fun of, oh, of no. a voice. But See, I figured it would be me. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you should just, anytime someone says that, go, I'm not a native English speaker, you racist dick. And then they'll feel terrible. Like, oh, I should. I, I, I'm sorry. I should. So I, uh, I reached out to Paul this morning. I'm like, so by the way, do I do do we sound bad? And he's like, no, you guys' quality is really good. I'm like, okay, how do I sound bad? And he said, well, he's like, you you sound like the most unflappable man <laughs> in the world. I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, like. He's like, nothing excites or changes your tone of voice. You're just, and he's like, you're not necessarily monotone. He's like, you're just not, you don't have highs and lows in, 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 your, in, your, speaking, in your speaking voice. Which is good. You're unflappable and I'm uber flappable. Right. It, I'm it just, contrasts out. Yeah. It all, equal, <laughs> it all evens out in the end. Yeah. So I, I told him, I was like, well, I was like, I don't speak any different when I'm in person. He goes, yeah, which is why when you crack a joke, it's so much funnier because people don't know if you're serious or not. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, it's, it's nice to know. Well, I was going to wait till the end of the episode and do a listener email, but we might as well do the listener email right now. Yeah. This is from Chris. Chris sent an email to... I like how he didn't give us a real last name. You're right. Christopher, it, it, it could I may, be his last name. I, it may be. I don't know. <laughs> And then his signature was one one zero 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 one one zero zero. I I wanted to see if there's a way if, if that can be translated. In any I'm way. sure. I'm sure it's. If there is, this guy's very creative, and I will, I will, uh, you know, not be as hateful. Okay, you're you almost complimented a guy. So almost <laughs> emails so far. You have been able to not been able to. You've found a way to throw a little attitude at each person who who is asked a question, <laughs> no matter how. Naively or innocently, they've asked it. You've uh, you've found a way to just just pick it on them a little bit. So Chris sent an email, and his says, "Dude, has Croyler been choked so many times he has lost partial functionality of his larynx? Can you do anything about the screechy frog gurgling sound when he talks? He has great things to say, but this may work better if during the podcast he just instant messages you his comments and you read them to the audience with love." interesting way to yeah to show your love but i think maybe for this episode we should just try it out so from here on if you could just text me responses everything this this podcast is going to (laughs) be probably five times longer yeah and i will stumble through each one and probably read it incorrectly but we do what we can for our listeners yeah yeah no i'm not doing that (laughs) You know, maybe your voice isn't that different than the average person, but when paired with mine, we're on opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. I'm high, so they're they're hearing me 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 bo wo 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 me 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 bo wo wo. Right. That, I think I think that's exactly what it is. That'd be taxing. Well, why why do they listen? Well, because it's worth the listen. I mean, there's a lot of information. It's good. And I, you know. Thanks. I, I had just a crisis of confidence there. Thank you for <laughs> yeah, your no sharing. No problem. I, I I got your back. And what is this podcast? Oh, this is just jujitsu. And you are? Crayler Gracie. And I am Andrew Desimone. And if you want to send an email, just jujitsu podcast at gmail.com. By the way, at Chris, for, for a long time, I didn't know I speak like this all the time, even in class, um, competitions. If I'm coaching my guys, this is as loud as I get. And I, I, don't, I don't yell. I don't scream. I don't raise my voice. I will nope. call you by name and I will tell you what to do. And... If you are capable enough of paying attention and, and making sense, then you'll progress in your jiu-jitsu and everything else. And if you're not, then you're not. That's true. I've seen you at multiple competitions where you don't talk above a like a small, maybe a little bit louder than in a library, but you talk if you're just in the living room with someone. Right. And it may be a little tough to hear sometimes. Well, it, it does make you focus. It does make you focus. That's so, right. And unfortunately, all of your elderly students just get slaughtered because they can't hear you. <laughs> huh? And then, and then they just get killed yeah. as you're trying to, to give them instructions. Right, right, right. So, Chris, which one are you? Are you going to focus and listen? Or are you going to be the elderly lost in the background? <laughs> well, that just came around to a, to a teaching moment. Chris, you've been given a fork in the road. You need to decide which path you're taking. <laughs>
So the way I think we're going to do that this episode, since it's just going to kind of be breaking down just different stories mm-hmm. of Hanzo, there's not a narrative right. flowing through it. I think we'll do this like Hanzo bedtime stories. Sounds good. Just imagine as you're listening that you're tucked tucked into bed. On one side, you have Croydler sitting on the covers next to you. And on the other side, I'm sitting next to you. And we're just telling you stories as you drift off into dreamland about Uncle Henzo. So maybe, should, should we talk like this? Just you, know, you know who likes Uncle Henzo? Who's that? Renato Aranja. Oh. Yeah. You know, for, okay, so you're going to have to explain that. But first... Tell our listeners who he is. Renato Laranja? Yes, if, they, if they're not oh, familiar man. with him yet. Renato um, Laranja is a 27-time consecutive black belt world champion. That's, that's unheard of. Yes. I mean, that's, that's almost impossible. Yeah, I think he's got, I think, like 18 or 19 stripes on his black belt. Which, which I mean, usually you, you max out at what? Nine. Yeah, but he not him. found a way to get past that. He is that good. So he is a guy that is, I don't know what like his actual name is. That is his real name. That's his real name. So he plays, (laughs) (laughs) it's a guy who has this character who will be a loud, obnoxious, hilarious um, jujitsu master. I mean, there's footage of him choking out Eddie Bravo, throwing, uh, out wrestling uh, Chris Weidman. That's true. That's true. Uh, He's He's done seminars at Atos, taught Andre Galvan some jiu-jitsu. So I apologize. I I, I may have slighted him a little bit. Clearly, this is just coming from me, a lowly blue belt. I mean, look the guy up. Yeah. He... It's it's worth the the investigation if you haven't already. Now tell us about him and Henzo. Oh, I think I think he likes he likes Henzo, you know. Um, Henato claim that claims is the wrong word. Um, he remembers being there for several, you know, key points in our family, like when they chose Hoyes to fight in the UFC. He was there. <laughs> oh, you know? Okay. Um, he claimed that they picked him because, you know, he was too intimidating. So to represent Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, they had to pick Hoyes, who was not as intimidating as he was. That's tough. So, I mean. He has been at the pivotal moments. Was he there when Carlson was taught jujitsu? Has he? Has he I'm, been, I'm sure he was I'm there. Sure, yeah, he was also. I'm sure he was at all the stories we're going to tell you about. He's the Forrest uh, Gump of jujitsu. Yeah. He's been at all the big important historical events. Pretty much, yeah. And I think as we go through the stories about Hanzo today, I'm sure that Hanzo would know best exactly where Hanato was in those stories because I'm sure he was there. That's right. So as we paint this picture for you just imagine we may not mention but imagine that Hanato is just standing yeah standing like like, we're, like you know this is like a like an audio where's Waldo so let's start off on a dark night on a dark night um are we talking about the twitter incident we are <laughs> it was a dark night that okay so so this twitter incident this story that Andrew's about to share this to me summarizes Hanzo in one like in just one solid story this is this is Hanzo in one go yes it starts off with Hanzo was out having dinner at late night with some friends and uh, he he decides to go home he lives in New York in New Jersey he was in New York for dinner he was basically leaving the restaurant to go to his car right Uh, it was late he was out, you know, like I said, having dinner, and he's walking alone to his car. And then... So as I said, it was a dark night. <laughs> a Brazilian man in his late 40s walks the streets of Brooklyn at 3.11 a.m., which, that is late for a man that old. Hanzo is not old. Hanzo, I think, I think Hanzo will die younger than us at 150. <laughs> and it's not because he's lived a quiet, peaceful life. No. <laughs> He all right. So it, it it's three eleven a.m. and Henzo starts live tweet. Just starts tweeting. So for those of you that don't follow Henzo, do yourself a favor, follow him on any social media you can find him in. He's on Instagram all the damn time. You know he's not so much on Facebook, but Instagram and and Twitter he's there. You can tweet him anytime. He'll respond. He'll it may take him a couple of weeks, but he'll get to you. And this story that Andrew's going on really truly did happen 
and this was he tweeted the events that are about to happen live as they were happening which for most of us that i'll just start we can we can comment do commentary as we as we move through this so again 3 11 a.m here's the tweet 22nd no i'm gonna i'm not gonna do an accident 22nd street and 10th avenue right now two guys following me can't help but have a big smile upon my face i'm talking about a happy one what what do you think he means by that part well you can have a scared smile you can have a oh a happy smile yeah he was excited okay so a minute later waiting for them are they really thinking i'm drunk they have to be kidding ha 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 so already different from your average person most people in this situation see that they're on the street street at 3 a.m they see they're being followed by a couple guys they don't start tweeting. They may go for their phone, but it's probably to call the cops. Yeah, I think he's he was trying to, you know, write down memories for himself. Yeah, just because <laughs> this is, this is, someone sees this and says, oh no, this is a life-threatening situation. He sees it and goes, oh, this could be fun. This is going to be a good oh, story this later. This is going to be cute. <laughs> the, the whole time, it's like he's looking at the guys going, oh, you cutie pies. You right? don't know what's going on, do you? <laughs> All right, so... Fast forward one minute. <laughs> Another thing I'm impressed with about a guy of his age, not only tweeting, but texting, uh, tweeting and typing so quickly on his phone. Minute, yeah. minute, yeah, he's minute quick. by minute. He's, he's, he's a guy who is he tech savvy. Yeah, he doesn't mess around. All right. He's three streets down, 25th and 10th Avenue. They're getting closer, LOL. 316. Uh oh. That three minutes has passed. That's a lot of time here. I just stopped to take a picture. They pretended they are looking at the window. Can't lie. My blood runs in a different speed. Man, I miss Brazil. So, you know, things to keep in mind is that, yeah, it, it was a three minute pause between tweeting, but in those three minutes, he walked quite a bit of a distance. He turned around, took a picture of these guys, which, by the way, if you find the original tweet, the picture is still there. I, I saw it. It's, it's not on this thread I'm reading now, but when I was looking at it yesterday, right. there is the picture of... And, and, and he took the picture, right? And is not even concerned about the guys rushing him as he's taking the picture. He just, like, proceeds to tweet it. <laughs> yeah, with this whole thing. I would... I would be hit. My adrenaline would be going so fast. I couldn't... I wouldn't be thinking straight. I'd like, I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm messing up. There, there'd be typos here. Again, I wouldn't be, t- I wouldn't be tweeting. But as he says in that sent in that tweet, his blood runs in different speed. Yeah, he misses Brazil. He does. I mean, in Brazil, this may be a tame night. Well, in Brazil, you know, uh, in America, I think you guys call it mutual combat law. I think only one state, I think Washington State, does mutual combat law. Um, where it allows two men to fight as long as the police is there to intervene should it cross a certain, you know, threshold. Wait, so you can both fight, but the police have to be there? In Washington. I think in America, for the mutual combat law to work, I think in Washington State, I think, I think correct me, anybody that knows, please, um, but I think it's only one of the states in the country that does mutual combat laws. And the, the law states that if, if there's a police officer present and both parties agree to mutual combat they are to let the parties fight until somebody is clearly incapable of defending themselves but in brazil people fight all the time you know if there is a a question of honor disrespect if there is a slight like people get into fight and they'll they'll defend their honor they'll defend their you know whatever however you want to think of it you know and uh if the cops run up in the middle of a fight, what's their typical response? In Brazil? Mm-hmm. Well, they make sure nobody's dying. And then if it looks like it's two grown men that are capable, you know, then they'll, they might let it go on for a while before they step in. If you watch any any fights like on YouTube, this is like cultural differences, right? So look up street fights in America, right? Not, not where guys are like planning to fight, but where fights break out. People jump in and they break the fights or they'll take cameras and record and go, oh my God, somebody call for help, right? In Brazil, if a fight breaks out that it's unexpected, the crowd makes a circle around the, the fight to watch and, and they're not gonna jump in until somebody's clearly defeated, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a culture thing. Now, in Brazil, the cops would not intervene. They would let both grown-ass men beat the shit out of each other and then 
decide then what they want to do now if there's a if there is a clear disadvantage or some sort of issue where somebody couldn't defend themselves you know like if if you're fighting somebody and you pull the knife right no longer are we on equivalent grounds you know if you had a gun if you had a weapon if i if I had a broken leg right and you're attacking me right that's not it's not we're no longer in equal grounds they they would stop that fight they probably just take the mentality of what's easier for me the police officer i, I could come up to two guys fighting and i could run up and try to pull them apart but i'm just going to get caught up in this fight so i might just wait let them punch each, punch themselves out tucker themselves out come up and then figure out how to and then control the situation but if you're there and you see knives come out and you're like, oh right. shit, okay, this could get, I, I'm out of so much paperwork. Right. These guys start stabbing each other. Right. Unless it's a military police and they'll just shoot you. That's true. As we saw in Brazil, there is a clear difference between the military police and, and the, 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 local the, police. the local police. And you, you had mentioned that. And I remember the first maybe day or two, I think I just saw mainly local police. And then one night we were sitting down eating and a military police officer walked by and looked like a commando out of a <laughs> Sylvester Stallone movie. Jacked in crazy good shape and just wearing really like it, stuff as a kid. I thought like, oh, that's that's that'd be so cool to wear like the bulletproof vest and tactical pants with a bunch of pockets and and all sorts of weaponry on him. Yeah, and <laughs> black combat boots. And so, yeah, that, that's a guy that I'm not going to push the boundaries on. Right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it easy when, when he's hanging out. Okay, so it's three sixteen. Right. Three seventeen now. <laughs> Jujitsu. Parentheses. Never leave home without it. It's true. Yeah. He just now he's doing just a little bit of advertising. Guys, I'm out here. Um, just want to let you know. Jiu-jitsu. It's worth it. If you haven't bought my video ser- my video series, uh, <laughs> check it out. Or my students, uh, John Danner, go check his out. You got to get a plug in every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Even in the middle of a soon-to-be... Potentially incident. life-threatening yeah, situation. Right. <laughs> 318. Please hold. Please hold there for just a couple minutes. Be right back. Now, I he could maybe that he's about to get in a fight, or maybe he just has to go to the bathroom. Maybe, uh, right. maybe he's stopping. We don't know what he's holding for. Yeah, maybe he's getting coffee. It's late. Maybe there's a cute puppy that he just stopped right. to pet for a second. Right. Three twenty-three. What? Five minutes. Five minutes has passed. <laughs> Must be a cute puppy. They're coming closer, asking for a cigarette. LOL. Can't help but have a smile on my face. I don't smoke. Pretend to wobble. They smile. I was going to say, I don't think Kenzo has ever smoked, but... So now, <laughs> he, he, he's definitely baiting them. He's starting to wobble, starting to pretend like he's drunk. So, well, he wants to have some fun. Exactly. So, a lot of people, <laughs> when, they, when you're in a city, they tell you, don't look like you're... Don't a look victim. like a victim. Yeah. You don't want to draw... If you do, people are going to come up and take advantage of you. Kenzo's uh, going against... City Survival 101, and he is stumbling around trying to get attention. He may he may have even tried to bait them by, I don't know, maybe now, maybe that seven minutes or that five minutes that he was busy, maybe he ran into a, like a baby gap and he's wearing like a onesie and he's walking around like a little, like to try to look like a little I don't think that was baby. <laughs> yeah, baby gaps usually don't stay open till 3.30 no. in the morning. I mean, they no. close at midnight usually, yeah, I think. right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Henzo is baiting these people. Uh oh, it's th- all right. That was three twenty three, three forty seven. Twenty four minutes. That's a lot of time to transpire. Did did he get beat up? Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, let's what see. <laughs> My hands hurt. Uh oh, can't help but look at him. The other one took off running. Not much of a friend, chicken. I can still see him. By the way, when he means that not much of a friend for him, you're only a, a true friend if a fight breaks out and you come in with a flying kick. If, you, if you're if you not that <laughs> kind of guy, you're not a real friend. He believes that, truly. Did it, Did he Did he post that? There's a famous video of a guy coming in. And, oh, and yeah, doing that. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So he, at this point, 
Looks like he got a hold of one of these guys. Correct. He doesn't go into detail, but we know his hands hurt. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's from maybe they maybe they made up. Maybe they shook hands a lot and they high fived, and that's why his hands hurt. Yeah. They Think bumped fists or something. They bumped fists, and his friend ran away. And Henzo's like, "Oh man, I just wanted to I wanted to say, hey, how are you doing? All right, so." Two minutes later. Oh, I think this is actually maybe a continuation from the last one. So when he says his friend ran away, I can still see him. He looks back as he runs. No chance to catch him. Even though I began to try to run after him, I realized how slow I was. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) So we see a man who is brave, but also self-aware and coming to the realization that he's not a runner. (laughs) No, but, but the other thing, too, to keep in mind is not only... Did he get a hold out of one of them? And he, I mean, he, he clearly, we don't know how it played out, but it sounds like he's getting the better of this exchange. If he's texting or tweeting, I would say you're probably winning that fight. Right. But the thing is, is instead of being satisfied that he came out of this situation alive or that he beat one of them, right? He is upset that he can't catch the other guy. <laughs> right. I mean, that, just food for thought different priorities yeah you know what would be funny is if they found a separate (laughs) twitter stream from (laughs) From these guys (laughs) at the same time and it started out hey uh there's a brazilian guy in front of us who looks like he may be drunk it's late out at night man we just want to make sure he's okay oh no he's starting to wobble oh you know i've been trying to quit smoking lately but i can't hey buddy could i have a cigarette you know we're we're trying to protect him at least we can he can do is give us a cigarette he just turned around and beat up my friend. <laughs> this guy's crazy. <laughs> All right, so now it's 3.53. This one asks me, why did I do that? Pretending to be stupid. One little kick to the ribs makes him whine and apologize as I'm writing this. Okay, so we get a little bit more detail. Yeah. If I remember correctly, it doesn't show it here, but there is a picture. There's a picture. Of doesn't show the guy's face but it just shows a like a white bald guy like staring down at like the back of like the bumper of a car and someone took Henzo presumably took the picture just from above him and he <laughs> just kind of just beat the guy up enough with his hands that he says his hands are and then just for good measure kicked him in the ribs kicked yeah. to the ribs yeah i think he also mentions raccooning one of them too that you're jumping ahead, man. I'm jumping ahead. Come on. Damn. Sorry. Uh, people people might be thinking they don't know the end right now. Not everyone. They may have thought that Henzo was was killed here. Plus they, they don't thought. know what it means. That's true. Not everyone knows that. All right. 355. I ask him he was if he was planning to rob me. He says no. All he wanted was a cigarette. LOL. I can't help but have a big smile upon my face. And the cert and the certainty that if it was an ordinary man, he could he would be sad about his stolen goods. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's start out here, so I'm not sure what he says, but something a couple swear words, something something cries like a bitch when the when the tide turns. <laughs> I can't take it. I can't help but take a pick as his nose bleeds and he whines and asks why I did that, like he doesn't know the reason. So, this guy is again just face down realizing that took advantage of the wrong guy but as Henzo pointed out many other people this could have gone very differently this could for, be much more Henzo, serious he did a service to the community that's true it, it, it's very brutal as you read through this in some moments where you kind of step back and cringe and go oh but then if you look at it in the perspective of these guys were looking to prey on someone else and maybe do something worse right he could have maybe maybe they'll think twice before doing that in the future. I know I know I think twice before preying upon someone, and I that's just what you always told me to do. You said I'm not saying don't attack people on the street at night. <laughs> just wait, think think twice. That's what you've always said to me, and I appreciate. I just, that. I just said, hey, Hanzo might be around. Just gotta be <laughs> yeah, careful. <laughs> that's right. All right, so we go to three fifty eight, three three fifty nine. My fucking hand hurts like hell. And it's a picture of his hands, his hands. which are are uh, scraped and clearly have been in a fight. So seven minutes later, 406. 
drove her. All right, it's four in the morning now, and Henzo <laughs> is still roaming the streets of New York. And n- now he didn't. It's not like he just continued home. He got to his car, drove around. So he says, drove around two blocks. The other fellow disappear. I'm heading home. Angry for not finding the second one. Guess no sleeping tonight. So Henzo, you all right? He probably went home. He says he's going home. Tried to find the guy. The guy's gone. What are you gonna do? Call tonight. Hey, took out one guy. You have a fifty percent batting average. Well done. It's kind of like Batman. Kind of like Batman. Enzo Enzo's like Batman. <laughs> 4.26 a.m. Well, uh-oh, it's 20 minutes later. I, this guy said he was going home. I knew it. <laughs> yes. That's what he says at 4.26. 30 minutes later, there, is, there are basic things like you don't come back to where the problem was. You just don't. I knew we would. Just going around the block would be enough. Dumb fucker. I just gave him the old style <laughs> raccoon. It has been a while since the last time I did. Choke him out three times. And before he woke up, I did it. I, 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 did, I did hit each eye socket at least twice. Tomorrow he will wake up like a raccoon. And every time he woke up, I was whispering at his, in his ears, that's what death feels like. Don't do that again. My fucking hand hurts. <laughs> so a lot transpired there. He finds this. He, he's driving home. And is he married? He's, he's married, yes. So, he, you know, twenty. He may, he may have called his wife and said, been talking through, I just had these guys follow me. I, I beat one of them up and I just, I, one of them got away. And God damn it. You know what? Hold on. I'm not coming home yet. <laughs> I'm going to find, I'm, I'm just going to do one more lap. No, honey, just, come home. Just no, one no, no, more no. lap. One more lap. <laughs> no way this guy's that dumb. So he, he circles back and and finds this guy just probably tiptoeing around, coming out from a trash can. And can you explain to us what a raccoon is? What is your idea of what a raccoon is? So, Is this a technique that we will learn at some point? <laughs> no, you will not learn this technique. We don't want to do this an episode? No. Raccoon? Okay. No. Basically what it is is he, he choked him unconscious, punched one eye repeatedly. He guys come, comes back to, he chokes him out again a second time, punches the other eye repeatedly. The guy starts to wake up, and you choke him one last time so you can get away. <laughs> it's civilized. It's what a gentleman would do. <laughs> yeah, so the the thing is, is like, you know, Hanzo, he's one of these guys that if he sees something wrong going down, he's not going to be, he's not going to send around and call for help. He's not going to, you know, take a picture or video. No, he's going he's gonna to jump in and, and do whatever it takes to you know, to do the right thing. Now, you know, in this instance, you know, as a, as a listener, you guys can go, man, maybe he just beat up two guys that had nothing to do with it, you know, that weren't really trying to do anything. But this whole thing is documented on Twitter. Yeah. And there's pictures, you know, so if those guys were truly innocent or if they thought that they were going to be able to somehow turn this around, they didn't, though. They never stepped forward. They never moved forward. There's never, like, anything against them. It's it's risky from the start to to try to fight two guys who are just following you because you don't know what weapons they may have. But then to document it mm-hmm. and send it out to everyone that's that's an even more ballsy thing to do. So that points for that. That's Henzo. I know he <laughs> he goes on basically just to uh, just to talk about next time I will use only elbows. Man, I miss that feeling. Sometimes I wonder if the easy life has been making me soft. All those years in Brazil without knowing if I could make it home and had to, had to count for something. I can't lie. I could have jumped in a cab, but I could not help. I could spot them from a mile away. Walking, my, <laughs> walking was my option. Beautiful, beautiful state. My lucky day. Their bad day. My hands hurt. And Frankie Edgar is here at 930 for some training. <laughs> So he, he basically is re- there. Re- it's like, oh, fuck. I got to work in a yeah, couple hours. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, so that that is one of the best Henzo stories, mainly because it, 
it's documented and you can just walk through it step by step yeah as opposed to all the other awesome stories that you just you, you get a vague depiction of right another story now another story which one are you want to talking about are you wanting to talk about now stolen belt stolen belt that's a good one it's a good one that's I, a good one i almost yeah. forgot about it till yeah. i was doing just looking up some stuff and remembered oh i've heard this one i think you told me about it yeah yeah so uh you know for for those of you that don't know like once you get your black belt you're black belt for ever right you eventually get to like coro belt and like the candy cane level and so on and eventually a red belt but realistically speaking you have your black belt longer than any other belt i go through a a black belt in about a year and a half to two years i just shred them you know training all the time but so it's easy for us to just get a new black belt and put it on right so i shred the belt i get a new belt and put it on do you save the ones that you i do yeah i do but my first belt is i definitely save that one like that's in a separate part of my house separate place in my house it is it's it's special right um because that is my first black belt you know um now would it suck to lose you know one of my black belts from throughout the time sure but my first one would be heartbreaking you know and uh and and hanzo basically had to retrieve his first black belt (laughs) that's true so we'll set the stage brazil brazil rio i believe rio sometime in the past specific enough good all right enzo (laughs) gets out of the gym and is walking to his car and notices that some kids broke into it right his gym bag is not in there other belongings and inside his gym bag he realizes my belt was inside there right now a lot of people i'll be honest if that happened to me it actually did happen to me (laughs) (laughs) not in brazil no, here, my was, car was, was stolen. It was, one, it was one of the gang members around your house. Th- that's true. They, it was one of, it was, I told you guys I live in a vicious neighborhood, and my car actually was literally stolen, and my gym bag was inside there, and I I was ticked. And then I, a couple weeks later, the car was found Retrieved. by the police, and along with trash bags full of dirty clothes in my trunk from whoever stole it, I found my gym bag, and in there I found my belt and other stuff. I threw everything away except for the bag. I washed it and then the belt. I washed it. And so, yeah, I, I got it back, but I, you didn't find me driving to like the most dangerous part of town and going, <laughs> I demand my belt back. Cause that would have gone differently. But anyway, so Henzo walks out, sees his belt is gone. Who knows what's going through his mind? So he doesn't care about the bag or the gi or anything else in it. Just the belt. Because yeah. that's what matters. Probably had some valuable stuff like a watch or who knows. Right, right. So he decides, I'm going to drive to the favelas. Right. For those of you who don't know the favelas are, um, they're, they're probably the, the more dangerous parts of any Brazilian city. Um, Rio has, I believe, the biggest favela in South America. So, uh, and we saw it, you and know. Explain, like, the look of the favela, the vibe. It's... So, uh, you know, favelas are kind of built. They're, they're, they they build on top of themselves and, you know, on top of each other. You know, there's there's no really, like, a building regulation or anything like that. Yeah, so. it's basically just overflow from, like, the city that keeps on growing and right. growing and, and it, on, yeah, working it, its way up the mountain. Right. Right. So you have it I guess to us the quick the here it's like a shanty town almost maybe almost. a little bit a little bit more permanent. Right. Um but you have people yeah who who live there and it's a weird mixture of there's a lot of beautiful stuff there right. that that when we we passed and went we went a little, a little bit, bit into, into it. it. Right. Um but there's also yeah a lot of poverty and a lot of violence. gang violence as we could hear when we stayed there. There were we didn't say the favelas, so that, that's the thing too. People think the favelas are like a separate part of Rio, you know. But the reality is, the favelas are very much part of Rio. You know, there's almost like a you can almost vis- visibly see 
when it goes from being okay, I'm in Rio and in one of these nice neighborhoods. Because I mean, we were we were in good neighborhoods, you know. We were in uh, Copacabana, yeah, right? Yeah, Copacabana and Ipanema, right in the corner, you know, in, in the where they meet, you know, and it's good areas. Mm-hmm. And literally, you know, a couple miles down, it's the favelas. <laughs> and, and we woke up one morning to just pop, 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 pop. You could hear gunfire, right. and our our the people we the local people we were hanging out with to come pick us up, they were. They had to go around yeah, and redirected because, yeah. you know, sometimes you just have a shooting. So, yeah, so the favela's dangerous place, not a place you want to just walk into and start demanding things. Yeah, plus, if you don't know anybody in the favelas, like, you, you, it's a safe rule to just not walk in because, like, you know, the favelas take care of themselves. They're almost like a self-governing, you know, city. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a stranger, there's a problem. Right. So... Obviously, Hanzo says, that's crazy. It's dangerous. I'm just going to go home and call it quits. No, he doesn't. Come on. No, he Come doesn't. on. So he goes to the favelas, and what does he do? He finds the, I, I guess you'd call it like the the gang lord or the gang head of the gang yeah, there. Yeah, whatever the I think they call them was. gang comp trollers. Yeah, I, don't, I think I don't that's think, what they I call him in Brazil. That, I don't think that's what they call him. Mister Gang Leader yeah, is what they say. I don't think so. He so he he finds which he must have at least known the area fairly uh, well enough to know who to go to. Right. So he walks in. He essentially says, "My car was here. It was stolen. I know it was someone from this area. From this gang. From your gang. Your gang accuses him." And. <laughs> I was under the impression that where I, I parked was safe and off limits for stealing, but apparently it's not. So I'm just going to, I guess if that's the case, I'm going to just start stealing, stealing shit. Like I, th- that's what he said. He was yeah. just like, I'm okay, fine. I guess it's, I, pi- I picture like an Al Pacino. Like, okay, that's how it is now. That's what we're going to do. And so they're like, hey, hold on, man. Hold on. Mind you. Mind you, he's you know if if you guys ever want to see him 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 describe the story itself, there's a video online somewhere. Mm-hmm. But but you know he he walks in and he's like, there's you know piles of drugs to one side and guns on the other, and he's like AK-47s and these big guns, and he just walks in, you know, pissed off that well, first he accuses the, this drug lord, right, this person that accuses them of one of their members stealing from him. How dare they? They cross that line, an invisible line that keeps him safe. And then he's like, if you're going to break the rules, then I'm going to break the rules, too. I'll steal some of your shit. <laughs> yeah. So so then they they start to he almost gets like those guys backpedaling where they're going, hey, hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. Relax. <laughs> relax. And so they're phoning like they're calling. Hey, call this guy. Did did, did he take it? Did, did they guess it was it one of our guys? Turns out, no, it didn't sound like it's one of their guys, but they found out. Who, who did this? Well, he demanded it. He's like, I don't care if it's your guys or not. I want the belt. I'm not leaving until I get my belt back. <laughs> Which you have to be able to command a certain presence for that that group of people to just go. All right, let's just let's just figure this out. He needs to go. Like he just needs to go. <laughs> so, so in the meantime, he said, like like you mentioned. They have a ton of guns there, and they they start to say, they start to say, "Hey, I'm a I'm a big fan." So you know that does play a part, right? Like, hey, uh, you're a pretty cool guy. I, I, I'm a fan of your work. Hey, do you want to see my AK-47? <laughs> and he says, like, they start showing him like their different arms, and he's he's picking these guns up, and and starts to have a little bit of a uh, a back and forth, and a, it's like a, a good time with him. And then eventually, the belt comes back. Yep, belt comes back, and they uh, they apologize part ways. Bet Henzo leaves with his belt. The funny thing is, I, I he mentioned in in his interview the following day, one of his students who was a cop said, <laughs> "Hey man, I uh, heard that you lost your belt and you went to get it." He's like, "Yeah." So well, it's a good thing I know the backstory because we, we, we here's some here's some pictures and they must have been staking this place out because there oh. are pictures of Henzo with these guys holding guns right and with probably around yeah. these drugs he's yeah. like good thing we know what was going on right. it doesn't look so great I mean but the story is pretty much unbelievable anyways right I mean imagine if somebody said hey Corello just went to this drug dealer's house to get his belt back that was stolen by a different gang member. You know, and he's just going to chill out there until they bring the belt back. <laughs> it's something that if it were in a Steven Seagal movie, 
you would say that's stupid. This is unbelievable. He, he, he walks into yeah. <laughs> into the the dangerous part of town and grabs the guy and goes, you're the one who took my belt, snaps, smack, smack, smack. And the guy's like, here you go, sir. That's, right. That sounds insane. <laughs> but apparently it can happen. It can happen. In, in Henzo world, that can happen. Yeah. Henzo's a character, man. Last story. We've talked about, we talked last episode about him and his prowess as a teacher and his right. ability to somehow connect with the students and, right, and command foster the success that they need right well there is, there's a infamous like maybe two three minute video clip of henzo and daniel gracie yes now <laughs> he starts the clip off by talking about daniel and i i wasn't too familiar with daniel T- could you tell us tell so, us about so, him so daniel married into the family he's pretty much raised with with the family you know with the gracies took the last name um he's pretty much a brother a cousin to to all of us right and and uh daniel is kind of like a physical specimen you know he is for for that generation he was the first tall gracie he was the first like built like truly built gracie you know he was a looks like an athlete you know most gracies of that generation did not look like that right right um and, and Henzo basically saw potential in Daniel, but he was afraid that Daniel would never uh, rise to his to his fullest, you know. Yeah, I think in the video he mentions that he looks like a playboy and he's had things come to him easier because he is a attractive, in-shape guy who right. people... He doesn't look like a fighter necessarily he just looks right. like a an athlete right. that and, and and mind you guys uh daniel is absolutely a savage you right. know but by I, henzo standards by henzo standards <laughs> he's like this guy needs more work which you know henzo will say that to anybody he'll right. he'll, he'll look at gordon ryan you know who is like one of the top nogi grapplers in the world and probably say this guy needs some work <laughs> yeah so all this the disclaimer is Daniel Gracie is nothing to scoff at, right. but in the eyes of Henzo, he can he can shit on a lot of people. Yes, and, and, and nobody's going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, in this video, he does just kind of mention that, and it sets up what follows, and it's him just saying, "Yes, he's he's a good guy. He's a tough guy. He saw potential, but I think that he's a little soft, and I need to right. I need to toughen him up." Yeah, and 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 the thing is, is like uh, Daniel was getting ready to fight in in Japan. So that footage is actually part of his training camp to get ready for, for this fight, this upcoming fight in Japan. Yes. So in the video, we then see the training happening. And you can see Daniel's rolling with, I think it was a guy named Rodrigo. I don't remember his name, but he's rolling with a guy sparring. It's a hard spar, you can tell. Mm-hmm. They're going hard. Um, there's striking involved. And he's doing well. He's doing, yeah, he's doing well. And there's a point where they start to clinch and Daniel shoots and then his opponent sprawls. Now, Daniels has this guy sprawled on top of him and then he forward rolls. Right. So, so essentially, instead of trying to wrestle his way into the top or sitting out and taking the back... He does a very, very stereotypical Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu thing, which is to, to pull guard, right? We've all done it. Yeah. So instead of falling back to guard, he just rolled forward to get the guard. Yes. So he rolls forward, guy's in guard. That's when he knew he fucked up. <laughs> that's, when you hear, that's when you hear the detonator going, deet, 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 and you're like, no, shit, the bomb's going off. <laughs> Henzo loses it. And it starts, he starts to, well, the next minute is, all of it is just gif gold. Uh, Like there's so many (laughs) gifs out there of just him, him shouting, but he starts to scream and he's like, you can take that somersault, somersault shit and shove it up your ass. (laughs) What a shit move. Yeah. You tried to somersault on me. I'll beat your ass. (laughs) And like his eyes are on fire and he's (laughs) screaming at this poor guy. And 
while he's doing this, Daniel, I think, starts to defend himself. And he's like, listen, man, he hits hard. I'm trying to duck. The guy has a good, like, right hand. I need to learn how to duck. And then so I was like, no, man, you need to learn some jujitsu. <laughs> now, <laughs> what... <laughs> What lit his fuse there? What what was it that caused him to go off? Well, you know, so so first the the disclaimer is not only is Daniel Gracie very good, um, and he went on to do to do really well in Japan in his fights, um, but at some point everybody in our family has gotten some sort of ass chewing from Hanzo um, of equal measure. This one just happens to be captured and put widely online. distributed. So like like you know when I laugh, I don't laugh so much because it was funny. It, other people may think it's funny. I laugh because I I understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's not laughing because like yeah that guy's an idiot. You're laughing because it's something we all. If he was watching all of us and cared about us that much, oh yeah, you would get that type right. of lighting so, up. Uh, you know the the problem there is you know. Hanzo does a lot of sports jujitsu. Hanzo does a lot of. Nogi jiu-jitsu, he does a lot of, you know, MMA jiu-jitsu, you know, he does all these different things, right? But he has a problem when certain fundamentals are forgotten, where the moment that you, you have to understand that if you're in a fight, if you're in MMA and they're punching you, like your techniques have to reflect that, right? In what world does it make sense to willfully place yourself in an inferior position where you could get hit? in order to be advantageous. Now, it's one thing if you can't take the guy down, right? You're, you're absolutely stuck. You can't beat him on his feet. You can't take him down. He's got great sprawls. He defends takedowns really well. Let's say a guy like St. Pierre or BJ Penn, who's super tough to take down. You got to get him to the ground. Otherwise, you can't do jujitsu. Then, then, you know, pulling guard or pulling half guard can become a little bit more acceptable, a little more understanding. But to willingly just say no fuck it i'm gonna pull half guard and pull guard like and and not only am i gonna pull guard i'm gonna pull guard in the way that i completely lose sight and control of my opponent because he could have easily held his hips and then fallen back so he maintained some sort of control instead he completely lost control and rolled forward into guard now which is okay for sport jiu-jitsu but not okay for you know an mma oriented jiu-jitsu and i think that's what drove Hanzo nuts is how 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 could how could he like a black belt like a, a Gracie right behave that way I think I think that was a deeper cut to Hanzo than it would have been for somebody else. So it wasn't the act of a forward roll necessarily. It was it was giving up putting yourself in that position knowing that you're training for an MMA c- right. circumstance and, and not only doing that but doing that in the worst way possible where you lose complete control complete you know sight of your opponent like you have no idea what could have been happening and then you talked back to Henzo which you should never do <laughs> right what is Henzo's take on like jiu-jitsu today does he have a because it's he's a guy who is very about being able to defend yourself in street jiu-jitsu but then also has some of the most successful sport jujitsu guys out there. Where, where where does he fall? Is he just see those as almost two different camps? No, I think he believes that with proper education, anybody can be intelligent enough to understand when to do what, you know, mm-hmm. and when you can't, and he chews you out. <laughs> right. That's three solid gold stories right oh, there. Oh, there's so many more. <laughs> that you gave me a list, and I had a list here, but. <laughs> I I enjoyed this one immensely. Just just preparing for it because fortunately a lot of this stuff, if you look this up, guys, there's video at least of Henzo just talking about it. Right. And watching not, him talk about more. it. Yeah. Yeah, watching him talk about it is I mean, is the next best thing to actually seeing it happen because he is so animated. And he's he's a great storyteller too. Yes. He definitely has the gift. He does. Well, that's the end of our part two uh, Henzo Gracie bedtime stories episode. I, I, uh, oh, we, we don't have to do a listener email because we did it at the beginning. Yeah. So guys, listen, uh, listen, send an email if you have any questions and we'd be happy to answer them. Any critiques? And I mean, you can keep them, you can be vicious with the critiques. Just know that. We're going to come back at you. Pearl's going to come in hot. 
<laughs> froggy voiced and all. Oh yeah. Maybe we'll have nicknames. You'll be like Froggy. I could be Chip Monkey. No. Frog. Froggy and the Chipmunk. Tune in Thursdays for Froggy and the Chipmunk. Wow. Oh, I, I'm going to start introducing a soundboard like. Wah, wah, wah. No, that's a horrible idea. You don't like that idea? No, I don't like that idea. <laughs> Will you just make the noises then? Absolutely not. I think people are really wanting sound effects. I, this is The podcast has been great. I think we're all learning from it. But a couple farts and burps would just maybe class it up a bit. No, I think that's more like Grappling Dads territory. That's true. We'll leave that to them. Yeah. Guys, check out Grappling Dads, Paul and Kip. Awesome show. They have a YouTube channel now, so you can watch them on YouTube. Don't, don't. So, so I was trying not to tell them that this was happening once they start posting their YouTube videos, but they addressed it on their latest episode. Have you heard the latest I episode? I haven't heard the latest one. You're not missing much. Um, no, they, uh, they talk about how they have, you know, these thousands and thousands of listeners, but on YouTube, they, I think they maxed out at 18 viewers at any given time. Oh, yeah. And, and, and they're like, you know, people just don't like us cause we, we just don't look good or something. And I, I sent them both a message and I was like, well, you know, it's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we have something in common with them now. Their YouTube views are about the same as our uh, podcast views. Yeah, except we don't have a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, show them some support and maybe go to watch them on YouTube. Give them a couple of more views and maybe comment like, you're so handsome. You're, you guys are, wow, you sure are sweet to look at. <laughs> just just a Start objectifying them by their looks. Yeah, like, like, you know. Yeah, hey, show some skin there, man. Is right. that all you? Yeah, start to make them start out nice and then just make, it make them very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, well, that's it for this week, guys. We will see you later.